I've always thought that the monster form of Monster Girl was more attractive than the human form of Monster Girl. Hello and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. On today's episode, we're talking all about Italy, New York Comic Con, and Volume 14, The Viltrumite War. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. Joining me is Bill. Hi. Italy? And TJ. It's TJ. <laughs> yeah, we've actually got something Italy re- uh, regarding Italy to come Interesting. up. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. News to me. I'm uh, excited. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys feeling? Um... A couple days back from New York, you feeling? You still feeling a little sore? It took me a full day to not feel like utter shit mm-hmm. from the lack of sleep. TJ, well, I don't have to. I still have not gone back to work, which is nice. Oh, so, I'm so lucky you had a week off I after. Had, I had four days off after New York Comic Con. We're recording on a Wednesday. I don't go back until Friday morning, which is nice. So I, I feel like I have fully recovered. There's still a lot that I have to like get done. Like I'm not working, but there's like shit I'm doing like mm-hmm. on my computer. So yeah, it's 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 not bad. I've pretty much recovered though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's my shoulders yeah. and back that are yeah, still dude. really bad. What, mm-hmm. what time did 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 I get dropped off? It was like one. It, it was a little after one. It was a little after get, one o'clock. I didn't get home until almost two o'clock. So I got dropped off at like one, and I had to work at eight. I got to be to work at 8 o'clock in the morning. That mm-hmm. sucked. Yeah. That was like I, the worst. I could not get up. I didn't even go until almost 10 o'clock. I went in so late. Yeah. But it, it beat the shit out of us. It yeah. was fun though. Oh yeah. We yeah. had a blast. We're going to talk. last day of walking around New York City. We'll, yeah. We'll talk about it. We're gonna, yeah. We'll talk more about that. Uh, we are the Invincible Podcast. If you want to be a part of the show or if you have any kind of feedback or uh, anything you want to tell us, feel free to write in. You can write to us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, you can even find us at theinvinciblepodcast.com. Uh, we are also the Oblivion Song Podcast, and tonight is a crazy night because we are actually going to be recording both episodes back-to-back. Too much. It's a lot. Too much. It's a lot of recording. I don't want to do it. So we are going to try and move along at, move along at a nice clip here. and Glacier um, pace. Yeah, we're going to try and get, uh, get this whole thing knocked out in record time because then we've got to go on to record Oblivion Song Podcast. So, in fact, speaking of the Oblivion Song Podcast, we are uh, going to be talking about more of our new york comic con adventures on that podcast so we're not going to cover all of it so if you want to hear the rest of it go check out the first half of that episode and stick around for the whole thing because oblivion song is awesome it is awesome but i just saw we're doing what dc and marvel does it's like if you want to find out what happens to spider-man read the spectacular spider-man like it's oh it's uh or it's uh invincible and wolfman i feel like we need one part two we just need like an overall name for ourselves you know what I mean? Like, like how like nerd like chatting can have a nerd yes. a, a name to yeah. yeah. I know I've thought about that in the past. How yeah. we really should have just come up with a name for mm-hmm. our podcast, and then it have separate separate podcast networks within or separate shows within one network. What like what if Kirkman comes out with another title that's amazing, and we want to talk about it? I know we would have different <laughs> podcasts Too under podcasts. one brand. I don't know what it is. So it we could be, be like a multimedia format kind of thing. What if we call ourselves Prestige Worldwide? <laughs> That's taken. At Step Brothers? Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, all right. Um, so, yeah, let's get right into Invincible related news. Uh, the first thing I got is well, it's actually two things. I actually have it under my notes as Italy Gets the Goods um, at Luca this year, which I don't know when it is. 
But for the is last Luca like, like a convention, it's the, Itali- the convention in Italy. For the last okay. like two years, they've been like really promoting Kirkman, Otley, Corey Walker, and all mm-hmm. things Invincible and Oblivion Song and everything like that. Um, well, at this year's convention, there's going to be a new variant for an Invincible issue. Um, well, it's a book. Is it a variant to the? Well, they call it Invincible Monthly, which is basically they're they're getting they're releasing the comic over there now, and it's in like the last ten or so issues. And so I think it's a variant to an issue, um, but it is drawn by Ryan Otley. It has uh, Mark and Eve on the cover with Tara trying to straighten the Tower of Pisa. I did uh, know that, but that's not what I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that. Yeah, thing. yeah. So this was an issue. And what's cool about it is it's covered or it's colored by Annalisa Leone. Invincible? So it, yeah. Who does, who so does. it's an invincible variant cover. By, by the colorist who does Oblivion Song. Yeah. This is what it's like when worlds collide. <laughs> um, and also, <clears throat> recently announced, Sal the Press, the company that publishes all the um, paperbacks and trades and um, volumes and even the issues, I think, for Invincible over in Italy, um, is releasing a limited edition uh, hardcover, and it's called the Collection of Invincible Covers. Which is like what we want. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that the coolest There's thing? There's not anything like that. No, there is a Walking Dead one, but it was only up right. to like issue 50 or something. I know we're only 20 <clears throat> issues in, but I want that for Oblivion Song. Because right? the covers for Oblivion Song are just like... Imagine a nice hardcover so that you flip through and it's all the covers and it says including some variants. Mm-hmm. And just flipping through and seeing all of them, it's limited to 300 copies. Holy shit. That's not a lot at all. That sucks. The... the- 300? Yeah. Wow. I know. Hopefully, this is a sign that something like this could happen over here in the U.S. Yeah. Um, but who's to say? It's really weird. With Italy, they've got they've gotten, like, posters. They get all the they've good gotten, shit, man. They've gotten, like, gold foil, invincible issues. They've gotten some really cool-looking stuff. All, same, I mean, again, I don't mean to come keep coming no, back to Oblivion Song, but, like, they get, all, like, all the hardcovers that they get yeah. are sick. Yeah. And they, like, that, the first... that black and white uh, um, Oblivion yeah, Song, from, white that one's from France. But mm-hmm. even, they, have, they even, like, I have the hardcover regular uh, Italy version of Oblivion Song, and then another special edition that came, like, in a sleeve, and it came with prints of That's the, the first five one. covers. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. for six covers. Italy, Italy's uh, doing some good shit over there. Damn, I know. I, I wonder what the comic culture is like over there. Do you think it's bigger? Because it sounds like if they're having, if they have like more diverse yeah, collections, stuff it. like that. There's, there's an, uh, yeah, there, there's be, an actual market. Yeah, I'd be for curious it. to find out what. You think that, that is. in America it would be like if this as news had come as... out a week ago, we could have asked Kirkman or Otley or something yeah. like that and been like, yo, what, so like, what's the deal with Italy? Why is this? Why is there such a resurgence of interest in Invincible and mm-hmm. Kirkman and stuff like that over there? Yeah. It's interesting though. They go over there once a year. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's this convention, isn't it? Like, I want to say it's June or so. It felt like it was just a few months ago. Yeah, I remember seeing um, all of them were at a table. Otley, Kirkman, wasn't Lorenzo? Lorenzo, Lorenzo, yeah, Lorenzo Annalisa, Annalisa. Annalisa yeah. yeah. But yeah, so uh, the next uh, and final thing I want to bring up in the news section is just a shout out to um, a YouTube channel called Comics Academy. They did an incredible review of invincible all of invincible it's like a half hour long um he covers just uh just it's it's relatively spoiler free it's intended to be like hey if you're interested in invincible here's like an overview of the whole thing here's the characters here's something about the locations and, um it's edited really well and um he did a really good job so go check that out search uh comics academy over on youtube or even twitter and uh go give that a watch what it's called comics academy comics academy oh, okay. you're looking it up yeah um 
But yeah, you'll like it. It's really good. In fact, um, you'll know uh, the Let's Talk Invincible account. Vince over there actually helped edit some of it. So that brings us to our main topic. We're doing good on time. We went to New York Comic Con. We did. We did. <clears throat> Stayed in a little hotel room in Jersey. Got stuck in the Lincoln Tunnel on the first day for an hour and a half. Had the full New York experience. I talked about this last year when I went. And it's it's sta- my my opinion stands the same. However, it wasn't as bad. Is I love New York Comic Con. I just I'm not a city person. Not, well, not like New York City. I feel as like as city as you can get. Like that mm-hmm. was like I don't know. I, I I just don't. I could never live in a city. And just being there for four days, I was kind of done with it. Last year was a lot worse than this year. This year wasn't as bad, yeah. but still. I I I kind of the opposite. I, other than a few, you know, great things that we got to experience at the uh, convention, I didn't like the convention that much. I did not enjoy it. It was way too busy, way too crowded, way too hectic. The way things are done with, you know, getting bands for signing or dealing with CGC was frustrating. Um, and, uh, and I like walking around the city. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I wouldn't want to live in the city, but walking around the city with, with you guys was probably the one of the best parts of the whole thing again except meeting Kirkman and all that kind of stuff yeah the, in in my opinion like you know that feeling of of going out to pick up that pre-ordered game or, or like go, waiting in line to get that video game mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then being like oh my god i hope i fucking get it oh my god i hope i fucking get it and then like you're there's two people ahead of you and you see a stack and there's like five left and you just get it back in the day mm-hmm. comic-con was like that but <clears throat> with you missing the game and, and and literally every single thing that you wanted to go to. Like, what I was most disappointed about, first of all, I had fun. I had... I had oh, no. I, we I had, had a great trip. Yeah. Like, it was a lot of fun. But the thing that sucks is that, like, just because you're at Comic-Con doesn't mean that you can go and do anything, which no, sucks. We didn't go to a single panel. No. no. You know, we watched oh, a couple things we, on we the went live to Super stage. Dinosaur. We went to Super Dinosaur. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yep. Super Dinosaur, yeah. Um, so The one we like, wanted to go to most. Like, but. it was a little bit too wait in line for four hours to then be disappointed and not get what you want to get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then also be in a very crowded area. Like I, like, like I was telling Katie and my wife about it was, it was a lot of high highs and low lows. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was all surrounded by a million people. But yeah, I think if you go there, if you, if you do, if you do New York city comic con and you don't really have any like intended purpose to be there, you just kind of want to go and experience it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, the last days when we were there, the last Those day. Those were the best days. Yeah, because we, we weren't waiting in line. We weren't, like, rushing to get somewhere. Yeah. It was just like, let's just fucking experience, like, this for what it is. Yep. And it was it was a I lot think, of fun. I think if we had stayed closer to the convention and not had to shuttle to Jersey, um, and just being able to, like, I think if I were to go Come again, go. I would want to just stroll in after it opens, not have any plans except for, like, maybe one thing a day, mm-hmm. go right to that thing. You know, it's, I don't know. It, I, overall, I enjoyed it though, and it was a lot of fun. But I can't—I don't even know if we've ever done anything like that with the three of us. You know, anything more than a day-long trip. We've gone camping together. We've gone on cruises where there have been yeah, but no not people. just the three of us. Right. The, the, yeah, oh, the last time with the three of us, us was probably camping at TJ's family cabin, and mm-hmm. that was ten years ago. Yeah, probably, probably <laughs> more. So, um, so this was—it was a lot of fun. So obviously, the highlight was um, getting to finally meet Robert Kirkman in person. In person, yeah. Um, obviously, we you know have spoken to him before, and uh, which on, almost, on episode fifty, which almost didn't happen. 
Like, it was very last minute that Kirkman yeah, decided like, to go. We didn't and even we were, know like, he was really going to go. nervous. I was like, he's going to go. Guys, like, he's going to go. And then he it got, missed like, the New a York few Comic-Con. days. <laughs> Literally, it was, like, what, like, a week or a week or two before well, last. I, I feel and like it was, like, less than a week. And then and he got announced, and we were exciting. like, oh, shit, okay, good. Like, because of Super Dinosaur. Yeah. Because, like, that would have, like, literally Can you imagine if there was not even that? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, we'll talk about going through and, and, and our experience meeting Kirkman and everything like that. But yeah, that's, but I mean, there was, there was no invincible news. No. Which kind of sucked. Cause I mean, that was, that was like the first, this is like the first time that we all, like I went last year and we thought for sure that this is going to be the year we find out stuff. And well, the problem was we had to buy tickets, you know, what, like, six months in advance. I had to get mine in March. You yeah. guys got yours in, I think June or something. Yeah. yeah. So like. We were we were kind of rolling the dice that maybe this would be the the year that New York they they show off something, mm-hmm. so yeah that's a little disappointing. But as it got closer, we kind of accepted. I'm pretty that. sure I said that the show would be out like in in a couple months in the fall. Like yeah, like I think we were thinking spring. Yeah, yeah. I think you said January of this year. <laughs> yeah, I said. I, but that's just me being like you know yeah the most fucking hopeful that I could ever be. Well, we did ask him about it. I mean, we got we, we finally got to meet him. Uh, it was great just walking up and like TJ, you saw him last year. And he's like, "Oh, where's Bill and Ryan?" So it was great yeah. to finally like meet him as a group. Have the three of us mm-hmm. there and yeah. be like, uh, there was even a moment where I just my brain shut down because he, he yeah. even asked. He's like, he's like "That's you all guys, you guys got, guys got for me? Got... Like, ask us some more, ask me some more." It questions. was just overwhelming. Yeah, it I mean? was. It. it, it <laughs> I, I didn't think that I could be that starstruck, especially with someone whom we've talked to before. Yeah. you know, like on the podcast. But like you get up there and you're just like smiling, like the fucking <laughs> like it reminded me of like he was Santa Claus and we were fucking Ralphie, you know what I mean? And yeah. you're just like standing there like with that's a, a really, dumb look on your face, like that's a just good example. Sign this ho, book. Ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we pulled out some comics and I had him sign the um, that invincible poster that I have, um, which he made fun of. Yeah. He's like, he, look at this old, yeah. Like he was like, looks like shit. Yeah. Old this old poster. Yeah. Um, you had him sign Super Dinosaur. Yeah, I bought... So, Super Dinosaur premiered the day after... Like, the day we got back. Yeah, the day we got back um, on Amazon Prime. And at the panel we went to, we got to watch the first episode, which was really cool. But, so I bought all four trades that are out now. Mm -hmm. This was before the panel. Yeah, this was before the panel, to have him sign something for Riker. And when I showed Riker, I was like, Riker, look at this. This is for you. And he's like, cool. I was like, and I had the creator sign it. And the look on his face... Really? Oh, dude, it was so... Because I FaceTimed him. And he was like, he didn't... He, like, got it. He was like, holy shit, the person that, like, made that signed it? Like, yeah. whoa, that was, like, crazy for I him. I remember being Jason. a little kid and thinking how, like, an autograph, how cool an autograph yeah. is. Yeah, like know? a baseball card that yeah. was, like, signed. And you're like, look at my cool baseball card. You don't even know, fucking we know who it is. We say that, like, I remember being a kid and, like, really, like, Meanwhile, we Yeah, we spent, like, half the, half no, the time like, there. No, but, like, the magic of something that was signed. Yeah. And the, the no, rarity yeah, of it, you know what I mean? I asked... An Oblivion Song question, which we'll talk about on Oblivion Song. Yeah. But one other question I asked him was, um, I asked, I noticed a similarity between Invincible and Oblivion Song, which is like Invincible, I told him, like, was there's a lot of things going on. But overall, it's a story about um, a father and a son. And Oblivion Song is about two brothers. And if he um, did that, like consciously doing that before starting a series, and he said he did. He said that. He he wants the, I mean um, even the audience the, the to, little bit of super dinosaur that I've read slash watched it's it's a son and his father yeah mm-hmm. so, the father is a scientist yeah so he does he does that because what he said was 
almost everybody has parents. Almost everybody has siblings. It's something that they can relate to, and mm-hmm. and family is something that he likes to incorporate into his stories, which I thought was cool. Yeah, um, I uh, I asked him like, how does writing for the animated show compare to writing for a live action show or even to a comic book? And he actually said it was pretty much the same as writing for a live action show, except where you don't have to worry about the budget. So if you want something to explode or if you want something to look crazy, it's a lot easier to do. He also said it's a lot easier writing for a longer episode than something that's like 30 mm-hmm. minutes because mm-hmm. um, you just have more room to flesh out the story. And then, But and obviously I- we brought up, you know, uh, so what's going on with the animated series? He said, you know, that it's going really well. They're just not ready to show anything yet. Um, TJ, I think you asked in the movie, is the movie still happening? He said, Seth and Evan are busy, you know, but but it's, but it's still happening. He said, it's still happening. Come on, Seth. Um, But then he, then he laid down some facts and and this was painful. This was painful. We've been pronouncing things terribly wrong. Oh yeah. This was something that he brought up. Oh yeah. He was like, and just for the record, here's how you say all of these things. So... Can you hand me something that's over there, a water or something? There you go. You get a you get a water. I hope it's tasteless. It's, it's, so, it's actually very good. So in the past, it's a flavored water. We have called Onan. Onan. TJ, how do you pronounce Onan? Onan. It's Onan. Onan. Is it Onan or is it Anan? That's one. No, that that's I, that Onan. That, that's he one that I actually Onan. put in the computer to pronounce, and it is Onan. Mm-hmm. Like it's Onan. I mean, so it's O N. A A N. Think of like think of if you were to buy naan, you know what I yeah. mean, like the bread. It's naan, yeah. and then onan. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. That one makes a lot of sense and makes me feel really stupid for saying. Yeah, there's more and... than that that makes me feel stupid. There's worse ones. Yeah. There's Can we talk worse... about the worst one? No, not Are yet. You... We're, we're, we're running right, up right. to it. All right. Flaxon is flaxen. I feel like I have always said flaxen. Really? Always. Yeah. Tj yeah. Tj did. Yeah, because I always really? hated the way that he yeah. said it. Yeah. Flaxen. Ah. Flaxen. See? <laughs> um, in fact, today on the Comics Academy review, he called Sequids Sequids. Ah. Oh. And I don't know if nobody's ever called us out on that I one. I feel like I have said, I feel like we have said Sequids. No, that is 100% you. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, I we were making fun of it. That. Wait, we were making fun of it. We were you saying were making sequids. fun of me for it. Yeah. Yeah. Sequids. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I am. I will. <laughs> we say, that's right. I say, I say Sequid. We say Sequid, yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure Ali said Sequid. So who's right? You don't Oddly. know that one. That one we don't have any confirmation. Kirkman didn't on. say anything. He didn't. But yeah, he didn't call us out on that one. Um, the hardest one, not the one that we were the dumbest on. There's one that is very hard to, to to change, and there's one that we were very dumb about. The one that was really hard to change yeah. is really hard to change. Is Angstrom Levy? I'm already kind of getting there. You, you I've been saying it a lot. I've been trying to do it in my head. So this the the correct the correct pronunciation is Angstrom Levy. Yes, Angstrom Levy. Angstrom Levy. Kirkman said it was actually um, named after a teacher of his, right? High school gym teacher, right? Was like gym that. teacher. I don't, yeah. I don't know if it was gym. I, I don't think know it was, was science gym. teacher. I thought actually. it was science. Yeah, it's science teacher, teacher. Yeah. which would be appropriate. Yeah. So Angstrom Levy, that's gonna take some work. Okay. I feel like I I so, almost got there now. In doing the homework, in reading the Viltrumite War. Isn't there one other one before the one you're going to say? No. Let didn't look, he say... Let me look. I wrote it wasn't down. Wasn't it... What? Didn't he... But maybe you missed it when you wrote it down because you didn't want writing it down have. live. Didn't he say that we were saying Anessa wrong? I don't think so. No? No. 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 I swear, uh, there was more Onan, than this. Because he was literally Onan, like, this Onan, is wrong, Flaxen. this is wrong, this is wrong, this <laughs> <Yeah>. is wrong. <laughs> no. I mean, we brought up Viltramite, but we knew that one. Yeah. You ready for this? The biggest offender... And I, 
and we've been called out, I want to say, recently, like we recently brought this up, Thaddeus. So there's a character named Thaddeus. If you actually look at his name, that is not his name. All you have to do is not even close. How the hell have we gone on for like three years? All of all three of us. And even Mike, who was on the, the trivia. trivia, Invincible Trivia. Like, Brit- nobody... Brittany, Liz, how many people have we stupidly... Yeah. We added letters to his name. Oh, yeah. There's some kind Syllables of witchcraft and... in that name, man. It's, it just doesn't it's make like, sense. It's like one of those social social things, what's it called, where, like, everybody believes that something happened, yep. but it didn't happen, but it's just so, the three of us. So the correct the correct pronunciation is... Thetis. Thetis. Yeah. Thetis. Th- which... It, we made it three syllables. Thaddeus. 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 Yeah. yeah. It's just Thaddeus. So wrong in so many different levels. Like, like it's not even close. Like, yeah. that one, I mean, Levy, Levy, I, I mean, I get that one. Yeah, it's the sequids, sequids. Yeah. Like, all of that stuff. I can't, the yeah. Viltrumite, Voltrum. No, Voltrum. That's stupid, too. They're, why is it called Voltrumite? It's <laughs> that Voltrumite. Was, that was dumb. Um, there was more than that. For sure there was more than that. You think there was another? Oh, yeah, there was. Uh, well, maybe... Maybe by this time next year, we'll be offering like, up another Guys, apology. I fucking told you. <laughs> so after uh, after we finished uh, the signing, we walked away, from, you know, all excited that we had gotten a chance to like finally. Well, this meet is him. this is funny, and if Kirkman's listening, oh man, then, because we like we like wanted to talk about everything that happened, and and I was like, can we like go around the corner and not like geek out in front of Robert Kirkman? Yeah. So we went around the corner, and we were like there for like maybe five. 10 minutes kind of talking even, about like it. five minutes, yeah. And then I pulled out my phone. Because you wanted to call Liz right, and, and tell I, her about it. And I it. called Liz. I was like, hey, Liz. Liz from the New Reader Podcast episodes. Yeah, yeah, my wife, yeah. So I was talking to her and I'm like, oh, listen, this was so cool. This was so cool. So I'm walking and all of a sudden I feel someone who's a whole head taller than me, by the way. Um, the hat pulled real low. The hat pulled real low right in my fucking left ear saying, <laughs> who are you talking to? Who, who, who is that? Who are you talking to? So I look and it's Robert Kirkman in my face. <laughs> and we're walking. So... I, I was like, oh, well, here you go. And I just handed him the phone. What whilst, was going through your mind? Like, you were just like, oh, you want to know who I'm talking to? Yeah, like, I felt I felt a little bit looser then, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I th- and I thought it would be funny because Liz has heard Robert Kirkman speak before. Like, yeah. she's listened to the podcast. So, I thought she'd be like, oh, no shit, Robert Kirkman. Apparently, they we walked. It was a good two and a half, Two and a half minutes, minutes yeah. yeah um, we walked with Kirkman all the way to like this meeting area that he had to go to. We went down the escalators. Yeah, while, while he, the whole time he was on the phone, we couldn't hear what he was talking about. I know he grabbed the phone and he said, oh, hey, Lizzie. Did he? Yeah. Oh, because my phone, the... Oh, he looked the, at I, it? He looked at the ID, oh, yeah. Oh, probably. Um, so what I got, I, I got the phone back from him. He was like, all right, guys, thanks so much for, you know, it was a good meeting. I was like, okay, see ya. So then I, I, I and Liz was like, who was that? <laughs> and I was like, she was like, that wasn't Robert Kirkman. I'm like, Liz, are you fucking serious? That was Robert Kirkman. So then we convinced her um, and asking her what she said to him. One of the things that he said was like, oh, you were on the podcast, like as the new reader. And she was, this is what she said. She was like, yeah, but this isn't Robert Kirkman, like to Robert Kirkman <laughs> over the phone. <laughs> so she felt real stupid, but yeah, you know. I mean, afterwards we told her like, yeah. no, it really was, yeah. and yeah, yeah she, she felt she felt bad. About she that. she still feels really stupid. Like it's one of those things where you say like, you know, like something stupid to somebody on the street and you can't stop thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. That's how bad Liz felt about this. She texted Katie right after and was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I just did this." Like, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, after that. Um. And meanwhile, like 
we had met up with uh, Xavier, a listener of the show. He's written in multiple times, so we got to hang out with him. Um, we also got to meet uh, Jose. TJ, you met Cosmo. Both Bill and I missed out on meeting Cosmo. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then James, we saw him at the Super Dinosaur panel. So it was awesome getting to actually meet listeners. Bill, you've never had like like that kind of experience before, especially at a convention, like someone coming up and like recognizing uh, who we were, which was super cool. It's 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 like stupid. It's it's like it's weird. Like, it's very humbling. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's it's very humbling. Yeah. yeah. You, and so it's we, crazy. We it's, went, it's it's really cool to know that like other people listen and and we can yeah. meet them afterwards. It's, it's yeah. crazy. And so we went to the Super Dinosaur panel. Um, Kirkman went up, gave a quick uh, introduction, and we watched the whole first episode, about 20 minutes or so. Uh, what did you guys think? I have. I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. I have two concerns, though. My one concern, I, I said, well, like, I worry that they, they used a lot of big words, and I'm hoping that that's going to help more than hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like... They want kids to learn bigger vocabulary, but I don't want them to also have that deter kids from watching Learn it. bigger vocabulary? Ooh, hence, Maybe hence you should watch the point. show. <laughs> I do. I have watched it. Um, my other concern is that I went on um, Amazon, Amazon and I tried I tried to find it without searching for it. I And then... And then... Me too. And, and literally you couldn't do it. It's not under new. It's mm-hmm. not under kids. It's not anywhere. Yep. Then... I tried to search for it, and I typed in S-U-P-E-R space nothing, D-I-N-O nothing, S-A-U-R and nothing until I hit enter, and then even after I typed in super dinosaur and hit enter, it was the second one. Really? It was the second one. For me, I did literally, TJ, the same exact thing I knew you were going to talk about. that. Like, so I typed in super dino, and then like s. And it still wasn't up. Like, you know how you stop typing yeah. and it, like, auto Because you assume that's there, were, yep. there were things, Dino Dan, Dino Dana, like, all these things that don't have right. the word super in it popped we up. We are going to have to, like, try again in, like, a week. Maybe yeah, it's something I'm because it it's new. I'm it hoping. Needs, it needs to, like, show up in algorithms and stuff like that. Hopefully. Right. But, yeah, that's that kind of stinks. Riker's very excited. I Did you guys him, watch any more other than the first episode? I want to watch it with Riker, mm-hmm. but we told him that he's not allowed to watch the show until he finishes reading the comic. So oh, he's nice. he's finished the first volume so far. Really? And he really likes it. He finished the first volume in like the first day yeah. of me handing it to him. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Um I started watching the second episode. I haven't I haven't finished yeah. it. Yeah. I've just been super busy. I haven't gotten a chance um after coming back with work and everything, but I thought the first episode was a lot of fun. It is certainly aimed at kids. Oh, it's definitely, you know, it's for, definitely aimed for children. Kids. I want to get my um, niece into it. It actually does, and I didn't know this. It actually does the really cool thing where it breaks through the panel. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, you got the black borders. It actually certain, makes it look three D. Yeah, certain things pop through and it looks three D. It's actually really, really neat. And um, I don't know. I'm excited to watch more. They just released a uh, mobile app for it today too, so we'll see. The thing about it too is that the the sound editing in it. And the, like the the action in it is actually really well done. Yeah. Like the I was I mean it could have been the where we were you know mm-hmm. what I mean, but it was in a big room and it sounded kind of echoey. And oh stuff no, like the, that, the room but, yeah the speakers in the room were not good. Yeah, but yeah. so I mean even even just with that with the speakers not being great like mm-hmm. for that kind of area, it it sound it was it was really well produced like it's not a cheap looking show you know what no. I mean it looks awesome. Yeah. So but, one thing yeah. after the panel which was kind of cool Robert Kirkman was doing uh a Q&A and people were going up asking questions and one person like as he was going up Robert Kirkman was like oh who's this guy and he was like I wonder who it could be and it ended up being the voice of, of, Super, Dinosaur. of Super Dinosaur which was really cool <laughs> yeah, yeah it was neat 
That was uh, that was the guy that was actually in front of you because you went up and asked a question, Bill. Yeah, like how am I supposed to follow that? Like I'm standing behind yeah. this guy and he's like, and you were the last person. Yeah, I was the last person, and, and I'm standing behind this. guy. I'm sure he tried to be the last person, but oh, yeah. whatever. But uh, so I asked Kirkman. Um, the main thing I asked him, one, I was just being an asshole, and then the other one was if his children, he or Jason's kids, had any, like, actual say. Like, did they say or do anything or give a mm-hmm. suggestion that made it into the comic book? And through that conversation, we learned that Robert Kirkman's son came up with the name Dinosaurus. Yeah. Like, they were just playing with dinosaurs, yeah. and Kirkman was like, oh, mine's this one. And then his son was like, mine's Dinosaurus. Yeah. Um, how appropriate, then, too, that you got that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was great. That's actually how one of the people recognized us. Because I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, me and TJ fight about dinosaurs all the time. And then he came, James came up afterwards and was like, oh, I heard TJ. And then it yeah. was a podcast. So, yeah. When you say Jason, you mean Jason Howard, who also was the artist on Super Dinosaur, who was also the artist on Astonishing Wolfman. He was, he's, yeah. he's co-creator with Super Dinosaur. Yep. So yes. he actually, yeah, he created it with Robert Kirkman. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's about it for New York Comic Con 2019. Um, now the question remains: When are we seeing something next? <laughs> we had planned for so long that it was going to be New York. I mean, the I obvious like the always, obvious answer is San Diego, but, but like, we always go to the it's next always, one. We always go to the next one, so it's always like maybe we'll hear something in San Diego, and then we and don't, then the review- and then it's like, but we're going to hear something in New exactly. York, and then we don't. Exactly. <laughs> but we also always talk about how they always just randomly reveal stuff on a Tuesday in May. Yeah, like, they do. So, we'll see. In yeah. the meantime... Let's hope for a random Tuesday in let's May. Let's hope for sooner. <laughs> um, Alright, so that does it for the main topic. We're going to go on now to the rereader, and this is going to be Volume 14, The Viltrumite War, covering issues 71 to 78 i will say this was a struggle for me because everything with new york comic-con and Mm -hmm. everything that's been going on this week and us doing this and oblivion song on the same night this is the longest trade paperback that we have done thus far it is eight comics and one of which is double-sized yeah like holy shit i i like i I, yeah it was a struggle Mm mm-hmm Totally. I had the same struggle. You didn't read it, did you? Yes, of course I did. Everyone <laughs> knows I read it. the rereads. Uh, these are some of my favorite. Not a struggle because it's boring. or oh, no. Literally, it could slammed. be any, It is anything but boring. I will say, um, I just finished it this morning. Um, I, in the past, did not give this story arc enough credit. I always knew it was good. You know, issue 75. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Like, I feel like I haven't read it. I mean, obviously I read it. The last time I read it was probably for the um, uh, new readers. But I feel like just having it all, like these eight issues in one, it's just such a good arc. It's so good. These are some of my favorite covers as well. As well. As well. Man, just wait till the end, towards the end of a Vocabulary as well. As well. Um, Yeah, I just loved how they've got the main image and then the the bar with the image along the bottom. One of my favorite splash splash pages... Of all of Invincible is in this trade. Is it? Yeah. Cool. All right. Issue 71. Um, again, there's a couple things I want to call out, and we just started. Uh, the Flaxen. Flaxen. Um, flag, I think, is interesting because it is very similar to a Viltrumite logo. Hmm. It is. Huh. And we knew that Nolan went there 
I mean, it's a circle. It's a circle. Yeah, it's a circle with a line with a break in the line. Looks like right. Which inch. is kind of similar to a Viltrumite logo, you, which is also you could see it living in to the an same logo. world. Like if they were part of the same like. But you like, know. if that line wasn't there, it's almost an Omni Man logo. Yeah, that's true. You know, like it's very similar to that. But I don't know, just something interesting. Um, uh, so they're fighting the Flaxons. Uh, the uh, Mark's phone goes off. And uh, this whole scene is retold in Guarding the Globe mm-hmm. uh, as right. drawn by Ransom Getty. Yeah. And it's really cool looking at that trade paperback, at that issue, and seeing uh, his interpretation because it's the same fight choreography. It's the same like shot-for-shot shot angles and everything like that, but in Ransom Getty style. Yeah. Actually, we Fun. met Ransom Getty when we were there. Mm-hmm. I actually got a couple invincible Yeah, we didn't related... mention any commissions. Commissions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll be posting them. I'll be retweeting any ones that you post. So keep an eye on our Twitters for that. I'll post some of the invincible sketch cards I got. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mark gets a call from Eve. Um, while they're fighting the uh, Flaxons, she said that uh, the I think it's the mall, the shopping mall, uh, is, needs him, and he suggests that you just send Oliver or someone because of the whole invincible ink thing. But this was the scene in which um, they. Uh, while the Flaxons are fleeing after they start aging, uh, Robot and Amanda, Monster Girl, end up diving into the portal going to the Flaxon dimension. Isn't this the first appearance of the Robot Buster? The Rex's big... The big one like yeah, that? the Hulk Buster. Um, I don't think that it's been... Didn't we see that when the Maulers no. helped him transfer his brain into the clone body and he showed up and like the door opened up and there was the big one? Like so, in the background. Yeah, I don't know. Not like I feel like, I feel like this it. feels like a reveal. He's like, I he's think like it's robot. The fact that... Brit, Brit said, "Robot, which one are you in?" And he goes, "The one with leg room." Yeah, and it's like the, the one huge leg room. And then it shows like him in like a huge robot. I think the cool reveal about this one was that there's the smaller one inside that one that he is in. Yeah, like Iron Man and the Hulkbuster. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. came out before. But I mean, comics wise, you don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, Robot and Monster Girl flee into the Flaxen dimension because they, they know that they're just going to keep coming back and it's smarter to go after them and stop them that way. And we don't see them for a very long time. Uh, which is convenient because we're not going to be on Earth much longer anyways. So let's see, moving on. Um, Oliver ended up stopping the Lizard League at the mall. Uh, Alan and Nolan, because previously we had seen that they showed up at the house and said it's the the time for war is upon us like it's time to go fight um alan and nolan are at zach's house looking for tech jacket fucking tech jacket yep he's up in the space station with his dad uh they go to recruit him uh then there's the moment where mark and uh, oliver and debbie are at their house and uh nolan nolan just shows shows up. up And this is the first time Debbie's seen Nolan since the since he left Earth, way back in issue 12. 11, wow. 12. The yeah, fight he, is in he, 12. He left Earth in 12. Yeah. That's how it ended. Mm-hmm. And um, so, very emotional scene. She basically says that there's nothing... You, she says, there's nothing you could say to make me stop hating you. Um, Nolan says, I meant nothing. I said that day. Uh she doesn't. She says she she'll never be able to believe him. And he says, "I understand. I'm sorry." Um, that's the last you see of their conversation, until much later in this. 
Um, the next page, we get the beginning of a really great friendship between Alan and Tech Jacket. Uh, Nolan goes up to Mark's bedroom where Oliver is. Uh, and previously, Oliver was going to stay behind. Uh, but after Nolan talks to him for a couple minutes, he decides that by Oliver going to help, he'll have uh, more of an opportunity to get to know him better and to talk with him and everything like that. So he changes his mind and says that Oliver can come along. Um, Mark goes to say goodbye to Eve. There's a, a great a great scene with the two of them together. Um, she's She hasn't told Mark that she's pregnant. And they uh, they talk about how he might not be coming back from this. She doesn't want him to say that. Um, she's clearly, you know, you know, very upset about him leaving and the, the idea of... She doesn't want to be a single mom. I mean, she doesn't even know if she wants to, to have the baby at all. Right. You know she's, I, mean? She's, right. I mean, she just doesn't want to lose Mark. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And so there's a really, really great scene um, with the two of them in bed. And that was it. Then Mark leaves Earth and we don't go back uh, until after the war. Uh, they board the, you know, Star Trek spoof shuttle. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, they are on their way to Telescria, I believe, right? Are they going to Telescria? I believe at this point they are. Um, yeah, they're going to Telescria. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. They're going to see... Not a problem, Cardinal. but spoil the coalition. Yeah. Uh, alarms start ringing out, and what do they call? They call him Data? No, um, no, they, no, he's Data in the show. Yeah, they call um, Data what something do they call else. Him? It's something like Data. Shoot, I forgot. They say it again later, actually, I think. Um, yeah, but anyways, uh, uh, the ship gets destroyed. Mar- uh, Mark is in the main cabin, which detaches. So Nolan and Alan are actually in the destroyed part of the ship. Mark demands to find an airlock. Otherwise, he's just going to make his own hole. Um, they fly out of the ship in search of Nolan and Alan, and then Mark sees him. Holy shit. How cool was this moment when you first read it? Conquest Part Two. Yep. I mean, you knew, I like how... but like just the fact that it zooms in on Mark and all you see is like it's him close up of his eyes and he says no. You knew not that it him. was coming, but I didn't. I remember reading it thinking that it it like was not going to happen. Like there would be more buildup or right, something like that. Right, but yep. like knowing that here you see him and the next you know the next issue is going to be a fight. Like there's nothing. I love this page because it's it's popping out of the panel, and it looks cool. Mm-hmm. And Conquest has a brand new arm. Yeah, I love that. It goes from this purple arm. on it, it's, doesn't it? It doesn't have like a purple light on it. it? Yeah, it goes from uh, gold to silver. Yeah, that's sick. Mm-hmm. And he's got some Viltrumites with him. Oh my god, these covers. Yeah, it issue seventy-two. Like looks like he has Lucan, and I don't re- ever remember this guy's name. Uh, I thought he was the one missing an eye. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's not Craig though. I always mixed him up with Craig. This guy is something else. This is the one with the crazy receding hairline, but I don't remember what his name is. Um, yeah, these covers, man. Look at how good Conquest looks in this cover. Is this FCO? Yes, it says it. It is? It? Okay, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. I think it's a different inker on the cover. See that name under Ryan? I don't think... did FC, FCO didn't do the colors in the comic, did he? Just the just the covers? Um, it looks different. FCO did uh, the colorist for all of chapters 71 to 80, 78. Oh, okay. So this whole arc, FCO did. That's Cliff Rathburn. Yeah. But you see that name on the cover underneath Ryan? Mm. It looks like Vines. I can't I can't make it out, but 
Um, <clears throat> so yeah, first page, Conquest. Oh, Mark, it's so good to see you again. And I see you've brought friends. Uh, oh my gosh. Oliver charges forward. Lucan goes after Mark. Uh, I love freaking Tech Jacket. This whole arc, Tech Jacket's like, oh, I kind of thought there would be a briefing or something. What do I do? Do they have a weak spot? Um, I remember being so scared for Oliver this entire time. I remember feeling scared for Zach. Just about jacket. almost all of them. Like this, it was so tense feeling. Um, yeah, Conquest bats Oliver away. You'll make a nice warm up. Uh, Nolan comes out of the ship, flies into the fight. It's cool. I always forget that Nolan and Conquest interact. Uh-huh. You know, it's always such a, a Mark and Conquest type thing. Uh, Conquest gets a kick out of Nolan saying that, what have I done to deserve such fortune? I get to kill you too. Um, <clears throat> Is that when he headbutts him? Yep. Headbutts Nolan, breaks his nose. And it's a lot of like each other tackling the other guy away from from them. Um, let's see. This, tech, so, tech Jacket got his face bashed in. Yeah, so that's scary because that's the last panel of the page, mm-hmm. and he gets backhanded in the face, and he's he's a human mm-hmm. in this tech jacket, and now his face mask is gone. Yeah. And the last what? So it shows like him. Alan comes in and like knocks the Viltrumite away from him, and what does he say? Yeah, I'm fine. My helmet can repair itself. So he, it's like barely repairing itself mm-hmm. now. And it has you see, like, like a force field. You even see it shows up. It says uh, repairs 80% complete. Like it's fixing itself. And um, they're at this point, they're kind of holding their own too. Like it's it's not it's it's, it's, it's not one it's way or the other. Forth, yeah. And I like and like there's a moment that um, which is crazy because it's basically three Viltrumites against like what five six of them. Yeah. Mark. Oliver, Four. Nolan, Tech Jacket, Allen. Five. Five of them. Yeah, so, but there's a moment where Oliver comes in and is helping Omni-Man, helping Nolan, and Nolan looks at Oliver and he says, I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. He's kind of kicking ass. Yeah. Oh, but then the um, then those aliens show up. Yeah. Now, this, this alien race is seen in, like, issue two, and it's also seen in, like, the final issue of Invincible. These are, this is an alien race that the... Um, that the Viltrumites, uh, pretty much whatever they call, assimilated. They call assimilated, yeah, yeah, took over, and there's been a back and forth between whether or not they're in control of them. That sometimes they recruit them, and it's just a cool race that, like, it's kind of like the go-to race for the Viltrumites to be abusing, uh, and it, they always use the same use the same one. Um. So yeah. Uh. Oh yeah. Oliver starts running out of oxygen, and he can't breathe. Mark yells at him, tells him to fly down to that planet's surface. Um, Conquest punches Mark and goes after Oliver. Oh my god, this part was terrifying. Do you remember just trying to breathe? Yeah. So, Mark flying after him. I love that panel of you see the blood streaking across Mark's face. Yeah, because he's going so fast yep. from his eye, his nose, his mouth. And just that, that reaching out for Conquest's foot. And you see Oliver just gasp for air as soon as he enters the oh atmosphere. Oh my gosh, so amazing. And then Conquest and Mark slam right into the ground. And then there's the moment where... Could you imagine how something like that is going to look, either animated or live action? I know. Like, how that is so fucking perfectly drawn mm-hmm. and choreographed in, in, in these panels. Just like... Like, like they, they have like they have storyboards right here. You know what I mean? Like, stick to this. Like, they have the fight choreography pretty much it's down. It's done. It's like done, yeah. Fight in space, 
use the hopefully they go to have that moment where they can get to the, the nearest planet for oxygen like yeah. that's a cool concept um so then mark puts his hands around conquest's throat and uh brings him back out into space well i think doesn't he it's either him or conquest no conquest flies him out into space because mark says what is that supposed to do i got a breath oh okay yeah um conquest again you know just cracking shit saying that oh, i'm changing the order it looks like you'll be first instead of oliver um oh, the rest gosh. of this is just pretty much just mark and conquest so we'll just uh, go which to is the, crazy we'll just go to the page so it's it's mark has conquest by the throat and he that's where he has him yeah. the rest of this fight and he said he says you know how conquest says you know how easily i can make you let go and invincible says i'm not letting go and then conquest punches him and you can see the ribs come out the you back, of his, but, but, the back but of his but i feel like it would be like not as bad if you literally saw the bones poke through but seeing the bone like points like yeah. the bones stick yeah. through but they don't pierce his skin or go yeah. through the costume right. makes it worse, worse. somehow yeah oh and then he does the the exact the same thing to the oh, other yeah. side of his ribs oh. he does it twice and then he punches back him right forth. in the chest. It's back like, and forth. Yeah, it's, both, it's both hands. And there's a there's a shot of Conquest's face that's like separate from itself on the page and like breaks through. It's like I don't I don't know how to explain the it. Blood but splatter on the page. Too. His eyes are turning white. He's like in serious pain. Like can't breathe. Yeah, he can't breathe. Um, oh God! Yeah. I just noticed something for the first time ever. Literally for the first time yeah. ever. So you got what you're talking about, right? On the bottom left-hand corner of the yep. page where he's strangling him. Mm-hmm. And then the next page, you turn the page, half a page, mm. Mark gets Viltrumite punched through the stomach. Yep. And you see the bones. Viltrumite the bones. Punch. The ribs. Look Dude. at the ribs. See, how? remember how we said we couldn't see the ribs? Well, now they're poking through. Yeah, he pushed them Man, through. Man, that's fucking brutal. Mark said, not enough. Like that's and enough. continues. You, you you, his hand is literally coming out of the back of him. There's literally a hole mm-hmm. in his stomach. Conquest's face There's is turning purple. There's a hole in my stomach. Death comes her. Oh. Death comes her. So, like, meanwhile, like, right here where you're seeing, um, where they're, dra- like, this fight is being dragged across the planet's surface. Because you're seeing Conquest's face turn purple. He's holding him down, pinning him up against the ground. And, uh, and then you see Conquest, like, like he reaches into him, right? He go, Yeah, he reaches. So as Mark is strangling him... His hand um, goes back, like, into his, the hole. Yeah. And there's just guts. That's, it's one guts of the, are just pouring out It's one of the grossest of things ever in this entire comic. It, it, it is. is really... And I feel, when I, when I was rereading this, for this, I don't think we brought this up during our gore I, that, I don't think so either. We overlooked this. Yes. When, when Dude, I looked at even, him, I was like, even, how did we not bring this up? I forgot that he Viltrumite punched him. Yeah. I forgot that he did that to Mark. Right. But if we can turn the next page, this is actually the grossest scene ever. But not even that. But there's the two-page spread oh, yeah, yeah. of the zigzag, like just like them like flying through the It's just the a canyon, mountain. And it just creates this. And it just shows the zigzag like the right inside of. And then the last page. Ugh. Oh, my God. Look at. Okay, so Conquest. Mark's laying there huff, huff, huffing, and then says, help. And his intestines are out, completely out, and Conquest's robotic hand is still squeezing onto his fucking intestines, and they're coming in, out like in dead. between his. He's dead. Conquest is dead. This is he's when purple. he died. Yeah, he's purple. His tongue is sticking out. Oh my gosh! Look at look at look at the light, like the, and oh, that's one thing that's cool. So 
during um, on Ryan Otley's commissions. Uh, TJ, you got your jam piece, right? Yeah, no, yeah. You, don't, you don't want to talk about it. Well, go ahead. No. Yeah. Talk oh, about okay. It. All right. How he's like adding the white to like show so reflective looks, surfaces and stuff like oh, that. It looks like spit sometimes. Yeah, so. and he like that. Look at that's what he uses in this. Like I'm seeing it on the intestines. Like it's that mm. white that makes it look like it's got that shimmer. When he added a he, so I'm doing a commission where I'm having him add a character every time I see him, and he actually added a whole bunch of white to once to, he already did to when I saw him this time he was one yeah to uh, to Invincible and Conquest that he had already done. Uh, issue seventy three. Uh, Thetis. Oh my gosh! I know, I know. It's it, okay, be... so it's T H A E Thay. Right? Yeah. D-U-S. Dus. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Clearly, I, obviously, Thaddeus. it's fucking Thaddeus. Thaddeus. We added... Thad... E-us. We added E-us to no, it. No, all we did... We put the E on the other side yeah, of the exactly. D. That's what we all did. we did was move an E. That's we what did. we did. That's not too bad. I knew that, too. I, yeah. I mean, we did T- once, once we, I realized we, it. We did it you know? T-H-A-D-E-U-S. Thaddeus. So... With Thetis. <laughs> so it's it's now they're on Telescria. It says the planet Telescria, secret headquarters of the Coalition of Planets. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the captain of the ship. It's the Picard. It's the Picard talking about how they don't know where what happened to the what, what to, happened to, to like and and, and Thetis. Uh-huh. That's really hard. Is like how could you do that? They're the linchpin to this plan. Like it's you have no idea. Much easier. <laughs> um, do you think? That Robert Kirkman, and we should have asked him this, maybe knowing that the rereader was coming up. Is he a fan of Star Trek? He has or, to be. Because all, every time that these guys are in this comic, they're just being laid they're, into. They're, like, yes, he's just yes. making fun of how ridiculous they are. So you're saying, is he a fan or does he hate Star Trek? Yeah, is, does, he, is, does he either like love it to the point of making fun of it, or does he just like despise it? Yep. I, I wonder. I, I love it every time they show up. Uh, so we see on the Viltrumite ship that um, uh, tech jacket has used the tech jacket to seal himself and Alan <laughs> up against it. It's, uh, it's, he, and, and t- Zach even says, I saw this in a movie once. It's a um, Millennium Falcon reference. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars. Um, they, uh, Nolan makes a monument and buries conquest, uh, explains to Oliver that, you know, in a way, he's a better man than him for following the the Viltrum way and for staying true to them. Um, and Conquest is dead. Like, we know this. He is dead. He's done. Yeah. It's not to say we don't see him again. True. But, <laughs> but he's but done. He, yes, this, this Conquest, this conquest is, is, is dead. Is, is dead. And then we see Mark with the... Uh, which is cool. It's his cape. You know, it's... it's oh, it's, it is yeah. Nolan's cape. He tore it off. It's torn off when he's flying around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says that. He says, my cape will keep him together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's that, I, I, for some reason, I always see this image and think that it's bloody. You know what I mean? But it is bloody, but it's the red cape. Um, so yeah, Mark's going to be out for months, Nolan says. And uh, uh, Oliver's like, well, what, what being stranded, what, what, what's not bad about this? Like, what are we going to do? And Nolan's like, well, it'll give us enough time to get to know each other better. Such a good, like, Nolan... Yeah. Gosh, he's a good guy. The yeah, the 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 character arc. And but this just, next page, though. This next page. <laughs> so, back in issue, Jesus. Fifty six. Yeah, say fifty six. Normally, I'm good at this. I don't remember. Uh, it is uh, 
It was an Allen and Nolan one shot. Yeah. It was when they broke out of prison. It's when they broke out of prison, um, Allen released Battle Beast, which we don't know how Battle Beast ended up in that prison. That's one of those unanswered mm-hmm. questions. Uh, and Alan, they also just left him in space. Well, that's yeah, exactly. Right. He went after a Viltrumite and continued to fight him off in the distance, and then we never saw him again. So here we see a Viltrumite with a chunk taking out of his head, floating in space, torn in half, and this uh, and torn in half, and uh, this alien ship approaches and pulls Battle Beast back into their uh, into their airlock. And he's frozen and enormous, and he's just like, like a cat that's just gotten all like, yeah. like all the hair stand up on its back, and he's just more crazy, mm-hmm. fucking battle beast. Uh, and so Thetis is oh fifty five. I said fifty six. Oh, Son that's of really a bitch. fucking close. It was a good job. Nice. Good job, though. <laughs> uh, 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 it's a, it's within the realm of error. Uh, Did I scare you a bit? You a little bit. I was yeah, like, holy yeah. shit. Uh, so Thetis is sitting in his chambers and he's looking at the Scourge virus that he had previously told Nolan about. Who did he tell? Yeah. He, he, Nolan, uh, wait, does he? Who is it? Alan. No, it's Nolan. It's in a Cory Walker issue when him and Alan are, are doing the their last adventures. Reread. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, he's looking at that, and he goes up and he talks to these two, like, I don't know what do you call them. They're like messengers. They're the they're the ones that like. The one is they the betr- they seem like they're in in charge of communication. Yeah, like you it's know, like communication yeah. and oh, minority like report. Hmm. That's what they remind me of. Um, and he gives them the the, the he gives them the go ahead to begin the assault to so basically begin the attack on the Viltrum Empire. So they they know of certain outposts where the Viltrumites are, and they've you know, they've got they've got you know a few things. They've got um, liquid or acid or whatever you call it from the beetles on that one planet that can hurt Viltrumites, and they lace their weapons with that stuff. So a lot of their blasts and weapons and stuff can potentially hurt some Viltrumites. So anyways, they begin the attack on this uh, on, on the Viltrumites. Meanwhile, um, Oliver and Nolan are on the alien planet. They have a great scene where. Oliver's like, I'm not eating that. Uh, and oh, then yeah. the next panel, he's chowing he's down just, on it. And wants more. Yep. Um, and it looks disgusting. Mm-hmm. He's, it looks like they're eating it raw. Yeah. It's like lobster. Just like lobster. Like lobster. That's mm-hmm. rude. What? Haluma. We'll, we'll get to that. Oh, well, yeah, I know. Because he mm-hmm. says that. But look at the claw that they're eating it out of. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's kind of like that. Uh, Zach is excited that he's starting to grow a oh beard. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah, the panel is a close-up of his face, and it and looks like, like it looks like TJ's beard. In case anyone wants to know what TJ's facial hair I looks shave. like. I shave. I <laughs> shave. Look at it. Look how awesome it is. Um, yeah, he's got a little flex. Um, but there's a rumble, and the cavalry has arrived. It's uh, several coalition ships along with Space Racer. Ooh, you almost said Speed Racer. No. You were close. No. Maybe I was in my head. Yeah, you probably heard. Yeah. Um, again, flash to um, them feeding Mark the guts. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah, Nolan says just just the moisture. Uh, we don't want him choking on anything. Just keep him hydrated. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Great moments between Oliver and Nolan here. Like, Oliver's asking, like, did you, did you really love um, Debbie? 
and he and Nolan says, "I know I do." It took me months of healing in a Viltrumite prison to realize it. Um, but yes, I do. We have affection, the Viltrumites, but we don't care for each other like humans do. So it's it, it it's really cool how he goes on it and how like living on Earth has actually changed him and, um, yeah, uh, and whether or not it was fate that he met her, you know. Let's see. Um, had to go back to being a Viltrumite. Time. Yeah, I knew that when I made a mistake, but I I'd already gone too far. It was too late. Yeah, she, Nolan's showing a lot of remorse and everything like that. I feel like this issue was really, like, I remember when Liz and Brittany read it for the new reader. Up to this point, they still didn't like Nolan. You know, like, yeah. he didn't redeem himself for them. I to feel like this really? issue. Oh, yeah. They hated him for a long wow. time. Um, I don't even know if this issue even did it for them, but I feel like this issue did a lot in the way of um, redeeming, helping to redeem Nolan, especially when it comes to Debbie. Yeah. Um, Alan and Tech Jacket are back to the um, coalition. Uh, Theta says that he's going to be, he's going to need their help. Um, Tech Jacket nervously says he, he's he going to go, be. He goes on, so Theta <laughs> goes on this really long, like, spiel that's all, like, you know, like, you know, technical and stuff. And, and there's Alan and Tech Jacket in the background, and Zach's just like, I'm growing a beard. And then, and then the way that Alan looks at him. He says, but that's certainly not something I need to bring up, randomly bring up. I'm uh, kind of nervous. I'll be totally ready to, to go to that planet. I won't lay down. I'll shut up now. Like, it's just, it's what makes Zack so awesome. And I love how all of Kirkman's characters have that personality that are consistent throughout every single thing that they're in, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. I just like, feel like that's so hard to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, to give somebody a personality and, and then write that personality. And that's something that comes with having a long-form series that can, keeps a consistent writer. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes, if you have a series yeah. like Spider-Man or something where you're changing out writers or changing out, you know, yeah. whoever, it's hard to, to get that. Right. People and try. One, and that's one of the things that we love most about Invincible is the, you know, the cohesiveness of it. And I think maybe now that we think about it, all of Robert Kirkman's books, you know what I mean? Because it's just consistent throughout, like, all the characters. Yeah. Throughout Oblivion Song, Die, Die, Die. I'll be talking about Die, Die, Die. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Nolan and, and uh, Oliver just hunting for more. Yep, they of talk those about how his aging is slowed down, um, and that he should have a long life ahead of him. Um, he's still enjoying eating them. Oliver says he thinks he's actually gaining weight. This is all intercut with Alan and Tech Jacket like fighting a war. Right. And so it cuts back to I, I love this oh moment. Oh my god, this Oliver is so perfect. And now Nolan, like Oliver's telling fighting Nolan him. about how. Um, uh, he's like, all the time. I'm telling you, it's all the time. They know I'm in the house. It's crazy. I know I don't have super hearing, but jeez, it's awful. And he just laughs. He's, he's talking about Eve and Eve Mark, and Mark. Mark, yeah. It's so funny. Um, Alan and Tech Jacket fighting uh, or utilizing Ragnars. Nolan says that Mark's spine is almost healed and it'll be another month uh, before he's ready. Uh... And then just more, you know, training, fighting with Oliver, um, getting stronger, and Thetis talking with Tech Jacket and Alan about how the, the war is going. Uh, and then this issue ends with um, Mark starting to wake up, and then um, we find out who the, the mole in the coalition is. So those two communications guys... Um, uh, one of them is 
uh, speaking directly to Thrag. And this is the is this the first time we ever see Thrag? No. Are you sure? Yes. The first time we see Thrag? When did we see Thrag last? He was like the end of a. What? I mean, I guess you're not that wrong. For some reason, I thought it wasn't. This is the he, this would be the first time you'd see Thrag if you didn't read Invincible Returns. Yeah. The last reread that yeah, we did. Yeah, but we saw him in Invincible Returns yeah, when yeah. he came back with the new suit. Well, no. We saw him last time we talked. Yes, last, yeah, last yeah. episode. The last, the last issue we read in the last episode was Conquest kneeling before Thrag, and you okay, see him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's when he flies says, back. Yeah. yeah, and he says, you know, go intercept the ship, you know, which right. this is how we found out about it. It is interesting to think, though, without Invincible Returns, you're right, this would be the first appearance of Thrag. What I mean, Invincible Returns was... It was still, not a one-shot in any sense. It is still considered it's canon, very, but it is not a number. Right. Yeah. But it's still very a big part of the story. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like... Yeah, even I though feel like that's a, recap. That's a bigger part of the story than issue 41 was, when it's 41 was literally just recap. I agreed. You know? Issue 74... Uh, it starts with Thetis speaking to everyone um, on the coalition, like all the leaders of the on coalition. Telescria, yeah. On Telescria, yeah. Um, on He's basically telling all of them that they... Basically that they lost... That they, well, that they lost their, their, be, their best fighters. That Nolan, Mark, and Alan, and all them, or Nolan and Mark are gone, and Oliver. And Oliver, yeah. Yeah. Um, but while he's talking to all of them, which, by the way, you see, what's her face? You see Mock. Oh, yeah. You see Mock, and next to her, you see the, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's you the see, one who wants to take over the coalition. can't remember her name right now, but yes, her. Um, you see a Galdarian. You see one of the guys from the species on the ship, on the Star Trek ship. Yeah. You see an, a Unopen. Unopen, yeah. yeah, yeah, cool character designs on some of these too. Uh, there's a loud crashing noise, and Anissa had flo- has flown through the Capitol building for the coalition. Uh, Craig is up there too. The Viltrumites have brought the war to the coalition, um, and uh, oh, hi, Oliver. Uh, let's see. This is the moment where Oliver talks about. Uh, how he doesn't find many people on Earth attractive. I really like this. He talks about, um, he says, I'm still young by their standards. Not many human kids uh, that are currently my age have relationships um, of some kind. It's just their parameters are um, attraction. Their parameters of attraction are so narrow. He says that he can see them being attractive but he's not necessarily just attracted to that yeah. and i love how he's like he said and this plays a big part in his story uh moving forward is mom took me to a, a seafood restaurant one time and i i had a crab <laughs> and or a lobster a lobster and uh and i ate it but it was, it was beautiful yeah i thought it was beautiful and then this great nolan, i love this line nolan says uh back, he back says more. Right there. there are some girls I can introduce you to on Telescria. The daughter of a woman who lives next to me in my building has a similar appearance. Like, have you enjoyed your your wife? Uh, is he yeah. talking about Huluma? He's talking about, he's talking about, about mother. Yeah. Oh wow! Right. The 
He would have to be, yeah. The daughter of the woman who lives next to me. Yeah. So Nolan lived next to Haluma's mother. Huh. And that's how he got introduced to Haluma. What I mean, small we're assuming. But yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh, they... Mark is awake. Mark stands up, says, where's Conquest? Did, did you kill him? And they said, no, you did. Oliver says, you kicked his ass. Um, we see Alan walking in on um, Zach, sleeping with a blue alien. And Alan says, I thought you had a girlfriend, that Galdarian girl. And Zach explains that uh, this was their idea. They decided to see separate people. We don't have compatible parts. Remember all this? Yeah. And then Alan, Alan, Alan was like, yeah. uh, please stop saying the things that come into your head first <laughs> <laughs> when you talk to me. Oh, um, my God. I love it. Mark's at Conquest's grave. He talks about how he was so scared to fight during that fight. And um, Nolan tells him that you had rage. You had, you had adrenaline. You were more invested in the fight. Conquest acted like a spectator to his own fight. Um, I just want to say first that this version of Mark, I love this version of Mark. Bearded I, Mark? I, not just that, but I love any time that a superhero has, is in costume but has their mask off. I don't know why, but I've always loved that. Yeah. So he's got his mask off, and he's got the beard, and he's all torn up. I, I love how he looks here. Yeah. He looks badass. And I do like the beard. Yeah, the beard is cool. And of course, not able to grow a mustache, though. Uh, it's there a little bit. Eh. Yeah, it's definitely there. A little it's bit. A little, little bit. A little, little bit. It's not a full-on yeah, right. Vultramite mustache, though. Uh, no one says it's time to join the fight. Mark is upset, of course, that he had to kill someone because he didn't want to do that anymore. But no one's like, this is war. So... Recently, on this podcast, I made the comment, or it was during the trivia. Either way, I made the comment that I didn't remember whether or not... Don't let him catch it. Thetis was the one that killed um, Lord Argyll. Uh-huh. And I said, I don't remember whether or not he actually did. And I think he did. And you thought he did. Right. For the next, like, two Wait, issues... say that again? Thetis, did he kill Lord Argyll? And you said he did? I think he did, yeah. Did we talk, not talk about this on Invincible just, Trivia? And I said that he did, and you guys both yelled at me no, and no, said no. I was, no, no, Bill agreed with you. I was yeah. the one that I wasn't sure. You did not yes, agree did. with me in your life. In your life. Either way, for the next I'm going to go back and rewatch it. For the next several pages, issues even, they make it so abundantly clear that they just killed him. Yeah. They flat out say it multiple times. I swear you disagreed with me. How did I, I forget you sure? you did. How did I forget that? Anyways, the next image is Thrag sitting there looking at the skull of Argyll. Talking about how for thousands of years we reigned opposed in the galaxy and in the galaxy until him, until Thetis. The betrayer on Earth and his son all started with Thetis and his betrayal. <laughs> he is the prognicator of this sorry state. Of this betrayal. Uh, with Thetis dead and the coalition disarray, this war will be over, and we will have our victory, and you, my liege, will be avenged. Like, they I make mean, it very clear. That doesn't necessarily say that he killed him. He said that he was, There's like, more. Oh, There's more. It happened several times. Um, so, uh, Thetis is coming, crawling through the wreckage of the building, saying that the traitor, it was you. And, and jacked like a mother, dude. So jacked. Look at that. Jeez, man. Uh, and so he starts going after one of those alien um, communications guys. Uh, General Craig stops him and starts beating the shit out of him. They start fighting. Craig gets shot in the back of the head by Tech Jacket. Uh, him and Alan show up. Uh, Tech Jacket then gets intercepted by Anissa, who starts to crush him. 
and his suit is saying that exterior pr pressure at 90% breach imminent. Thetis helps him. Thetis. Thetis helps him. Uh, there's just a lot of fighting going on. Um, and then, out of nowhere, Bum, ba, da, da. Nolan, Oliver, and Al Nolan, Oliver, and Mark show up. They join the fight. Um, Anissa uh, tells them to pay attention when someone kills you. N Nolan goes right towards Anissa, punches her in the face. Um, Mark says uh, he'll he'll help, you know, with the fight, but he has to do something first. Him and Oliver fly straight ahead and fly through the Viltrumite ship, destroying it, causing the skull to go flying uh, away from Thrag. And, uh, and then there's a, you know, a somewhat funny moment where then they have to go and catch the ship that they just broke into two parts. So there's a few of them lifting the ship and pushing it into space. Um, Thrag grabs the skull and flies into space along with the other Viltramites. Um, they we missed, all... We missed my favorite splash page of this trade. Yeah, that's... Da, 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 I da. love this trade, or this, this splash page, which with all three of them... Again, it goes. It's it's Mark looking cool, like the way you like yeah, him. Yeah, all tattered up. Oliver, like you know, looking goofy and. But just their positioning, like how Otley did it, like with Nolan's arms outstretched, but you could still see the other two, like just mm -hmm. how it's positioned. I, I love this page. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the Viltrumites retreat into space. The um, and then the issue ends with. Those two communication guys, uh, one of them, calling the other one a, uh, a, a traitor. Um, he shoots him in the head. And, like, you know, I love the line that, I, you know, we shared a brain and stuff like that. Um, but then the traitor says there's nothing that you can do. It doesn't matter. They said that they would um, they would go to the, they would reconvene on the planet Viltrum to stage a counterattack. You don't stand a chance. They're all going there. All of them. It's over. That brings us to issue 75. Issue 75. This one actually has a two-page, or a wraparound cover, I should say, which is an unfortunate thing when it comes to digital, physical, uh, tray paperbacks, uh -huh. hardcovers, compendiums. The only way that you could see this full image that's amazing looking, one of the best covers in the entire series, is by getting the original cover. You know, this cover is one of the only covers that I have signed by like I like the most creators. Like I mean, it's tough to get the inker and like you know, but I have Rathburn, it signed I'm by. I'm surprised he wasn't at New York Comic Con. Apparently, I, he's gone like the last few years. It would have been awesome to see Rathburn. Kirkman, Otley, <laughs> Ransom Getty. I swear there was another <laughs> one too. Yeah, was on this, but yeah. I mean, it would be FCO, but no, it wouldn't have been that. Um. So it starts with the badass-looking Thetis um, giving his pre-war speech and then a really, really cool two-page splash of our heroes, uh, including Battle Beast, who has joined the fight. Uh, they're on their way to the uh, planet Viltrum. And Mark talks to Nolan about how he's scared, and Nolan tells him that that's just war. Um uh nolan says that uh um what's his name uh space racer is picking something up and it's going to be a surprise uh and they leave the ship 
heading towards the planet Viltrum, and you see uh, Thula hiding in the rings, hiding among the the bodies. Mm-hmm. And so that that's awesome. That yeah. they're just the bo- the rings are just the bodies of of, of dead people. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so she cool idea. she reaches out and attacks Thetis uh, with her hair blade. And uh, fucking battle beast fucking immediately clubs battle her beast. in the face. I I love how battle beast is the only one with an oxygen mask. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have it very long, but I mean, uh, he survived out in space. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, space racer has an oxygen oxygen mask too. He has a helmet. True, mm-hmm. and tech jacket. So but really, they, but they look the same. Is what I'm getting. At. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so Thrag and. Uh, uh, several Viltrumites show up, and uh, I mean, what follows is an incredible fight. Space Racer shows up with uh, a bunch of Ragnars. What does that remind you of? I'm dragging. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm dragging. I don't know what is mines. It? What movie? Mines. Yes. Shoot. It's Tamalin. Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. Yep. That's what it reminds me of. You're right. Um, oh my god, look at the Ragnar just chomping on that freaking Viltrumite's head. Mm-hmm. By the throne of Aragal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. Um, Tech Jacket's getting his ass kicked. Alan shows up to help him, punches the Viltrumite's head clean off, and then another Viltrumite comes towards him. And one of the craziest, goriest, grossest moves in this entire series... Alan punches a Viltrumite in the ribs and his hand comes out the guy's mouth. And then over the next several pages, you see Alan in the background wearing this guy like a bracelet. And then at one point has to like slide him off. It's really gross. Oh, he does have him still on in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's wearing him for a little while. Um, Oliver punches one in the balls, says your balls are inferior jerk face. Uh, One thing that we overlooked earlier, because we were, were trying to just kind of like roll through it, but uh, when they first met, um, when Oliver first met uh, Conquest in Space, he said, mm. hey, a black hole called and they want their suck back. <laughs> wants it suck back. <laughs> yep. I love that line. It's a good line. Uh, this is the first time Mark meets Thrag. Thrag's going on about the glory of the Empire and all that, and Mark shows up and says, Oh, can it, moron? Who are you anyway? And Thetis is like, No, somebody stop Invincible. He doesn't. And Mark continues to try and fight Thrag, and Thrag just backhands him. Um, Oliver shows up. No, this is when he says it. Oliver shows up and says, Hey, dickhead, a black hole called. It wants it sucked back. Oh, it was here. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thrag catches his punch and says, You are the funny one, I gather. Always cracking jokes. Very good. Oh I God. enjoy a joke myself. Stop me if you've heard this one. Turn the page. And he's he holds onto one of his arms while punching his body off of it and mm. breaking his jaw. So, so like his jaw bra- like his his jaw is just completely shattered. Yep, there's tongue. Uh his arm is ripped off. Oh my god, this is so insane. Yeah. He's a child. He says, seems like such a nice boy. Mark yelling, You killed my brother, you killed my brother, going after Thrag, trying to beat him up. And he hits him several times. And he's like, well, that's something. You know you're in over your head. Even Conquest feared me. And then Mark tells him that I killed Conquest. 
and you see all the other Viltrumites reacting like, oh, that's what happened? Holy shit, he actually killed him? Um, no, no one goes on to say, yes, it's true. Um, we get to see Battle Beast enjoying himself. Uh, this is when Alan slides the guy off of his arm. Oh. Right? Uh, and Thaddeus grabs as many as he can. He calls everybody to him and says, you know, all of you with me now. Space Racer, fire your your gun uh, dead center now. And um, all of them are seen flying towards the planet. Um, Tech Jacket gets pulled away by a Viltrumite. Then Alan gets pulled away by a Viltrumite until it's just um, Thaddeus. No, no. I feel like you guys got to give me a shot collar. Thetis. You guys got to like punch me every time I say it. Thetis, Nolan, and Mark are flying towards the planet. And I love this moment. I love seeing... The look. Yes, the look. Because you see um, Nolan kind of... Like, Nolan might be a little faster than Mark at this point. And he's pulling him by his He's pulling him along, yeah. And then it get the close-up of them just looking at each other. And it says, get ready. Now this... This, I love how Viltrum looks. Remember we've talked about in the past, the ring of bodies looking like there is so many of them. Yeah. I love this thin, thin ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just looks so cool. Um, man, these pages, the next six, well, you know, sets of pages are incredible. We see the planet crumbling and exploding. We see ships falling. We see statues, the statue of Lord Argal falling. Uh, and then a close-up splash page of fucking the three of them page of the three of them flying through the planet their clothes pretty much all gone Mm -hmm. because they just went through the core of the planet and then the next so there's two two full two page three three or four Four. yeah there's four no there's there's eight well four four two page splashes oh my god this is so amazing one. It's, it's various stages of the planet exploding. <clears throat> you see the ring of bodies start to break apart, and all the Viltrumites attack and you see them, them still, now. Yeah, you see the the fight is 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 still going on. They're attacking like, like they're fighting while the planet's exploding, exploding outwards. Like yeah. this is a, a several minutes are passing, and then the explosion from the planet has caught up to them, and it's knocking them away. You see whole cities, whole chunks of cities. Yeah. You see the bodies from the ring catching up to them. As they're being knocked there's out, so of, much to knocked see. out of frame, yeah, and then so the much. aftermath, after the explosion, and everybody's like unconscious and drifting, and they're all mixed up between rubble and and uh, scourge virus, uh, killed bodies. Like, it's so, incredible. So everyone comes too. Mm-hmm. Thrag is uh, clearly overwhelmed. He says. Uh, you know, oh my God! Uh, you brought this upon us. It is you who set this in motion, carried it out. Thetis of Viltrum, betrayer. You have taken all, it all from us. Our heritage, our home, our history destroyed. The Viltrum Empire uh, will not stand for this. Uh, Thetis says, you know, know this. Whatever happens, you have no empire. Uh, Thrag says, you sicken me. There is nothing left but revenge. Ripping off Thetis's head. At long last, Lord Argal, you have been avenged. You will Man. be. You will not be missed, and just and just crushes Thaddeus's head. Thaddeus. Oh my, Thaddeus. Thaddeus's. You just said Thaddeus again. I know, you but I'm trying Thaddeus. to think of how to say the plural of 
Thetis's Thetis's head. Would you say Thetis's? Thetis's. Thetis's. Okay. Thetis's head. I don't like it. Um, Battle Beast is unconscious. Marcus holding Oliver's seemingly dead body. Um, Thrag says, "Grieve while you can, because I assure you, you are all next." Oh my God! That's how that issue ends. Yep. Is this the last issue of the trade? No. How many more? It's a long one, dude. I told we're you. Doing, we're doing okay on time right now. Them, but... and one of them is double sized. Yeah. Dang. We got three more. Three, three more issues? More <laughs> issues. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, this is a big one. Watch. We got this. Been we're, a still two-parter. Doing, we're still doing okay. This should have so, been a two-parter. So I wish they would have done. I mean, it so, would have made more sense to do like Viltrumite War Part 1, Part 2 like they do in the, in the future. But we're just, we're trying to do it by trades. Yeah. I know. Well, we we could have done two part. We so they, they fight, 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 and then there's fighting, fighting, right. fighting. And yeah, a lot fighting, of this fighting. is a lot of the rest is fighting. Um, Thrag being, you know, talking about how they've taken everything. Um, uh, Thrag was oh, and then Thrag says uh, to Nolan, "You of all people side with Thetis, the great betrayer." Do you know why we kept his defection secret? Why he defected in the first place? It was he who murdered Lord Argal. <laughs> like, do, do you guys think that it was Thetis who murdered him? He brought about the dark times before we, I was called into uh, power as regent. Wait, listen. Straight from Invincible Trivia. I said... No, he's going to say that. I disagreed. It was originally, how did, or, how did Lord Argal die? You're asking me? Yeah, do you know? Uh, Would you have gotten that he, one? Argo wanted to, like, do good things in the Viltrumites. Yeah, but, like, wait, like how did he die? Oh, Thaddeus killed him. No. no. Didn't Thaddeus kill him? Thaddeus just took after. off. No, Thaddeus was after. Thrag killed him. I don't think... I don't think we know who killed him. All we know... That's why I'm... Ah, the end. Yeah. Fuck you guys. You guys can leave my house. To be fair, no one is named Thaddeus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um... So yeah, and then Thrag out even says he was also. We also believe he was behind the scourge virus, um, scourge virus, which stole any hope of finding another a, thing we're saying. Yeah, wrong. I know any true heir to Argo. He must have used his own DNA to help develop it. It's the only way. Uh, Battle Beast goes after Thrag. Uh, Thrag throws him into space. I don't like this part. Yeah, he just, just grabs him like. Yep. Do you he's see how nothing. bloody the, the, Alan is here? The sound that he makes. Battle Beast. Yeah, the like when he like grabs him, like he was so confident, and then he's yeah. just like, "Fuck." Yep. Uh, yeah. They'll, they'll be Alan's match. Alan's arm is broken, mm-hmm. and he's getting the his ass handed to him. Page. But to be fair, it is taking three Viltrumites, four Viltrumites to like. There's five in that panel against yeah. him. Uh, Battle Beast knocks them all back. Um, Tech Jacket's falling unconscious. And um, then Space Racer shows up to help him, shooting a Viltrumite in, through the head, grabs Alan and uh, Tech Jacket, and flies away in retreat, uh, saying that the um, uh, their Viltrumite friends will have to fend for themselves, basically, if they're still alive. Uh, then what follows is Mark and Nolan fighting Thrag, and Mark saying, "How do we beat this guy?" Nolan saying, "We can't." We can't. They. I mean, like he was he bred was, for this. He was born into training mm-hmm. to take the place mm-hmm. to take their place as like you know leader yep. and he's been trained in all forms of of combat uh, we can't beat him yep 
Nolan says, Mark, please know no matter what I've said, I've always loved you. I thought I made that I thought that made me weaker, but I know now that it made me stronger. This was while Thrag is Ugh. dragging both of them by the neck saying, Your dad's right. Mm-hmm. You can't beat me. Yeah. Uh Nolan kicks away uh Thrag's hand from Mark, tells Mark to fly away. Thrag catches up to him, breaks his nose. Oh my god. Nolan flies up to help and Built your mic punch. The second Again. one uh of this issue. Through Mark or through Nolan's chest, um, Mark is like unconscious. Nolan has his fingers on his eyeballs, about to squeeze his head. It's saying it's time, and then stops. Uh, Craig says, "No, we 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 can't leave them alive. Thrag wants to keep them because we need all Viltrumites to help, you know, repair our numbers." He says that. Believe me, if we're all to survive, um, we need all of us to survive them above all others. And so they leave him, leave him floating in space until um, download. That's his name. Download, yeah. Until the um, uh, Star Trek spoof team uh, show up to save them. Uh, Mark wakes up in uh, on the Coalition Hospital. He's Is been- this a call to Walking Dead? Oh, that shot yeah. overhead. Wake up, maybe. I think it is. I mean, if it I'm was look a, it if it was a one-page splash page, I'd say more so. But yeah, yeah. it looks similar. It's a good call. I'm curious. Um, Alan has a broken arm. It, Mark's been out for a week. Alan has been made Grand Regent. Um, Mark wants to go see his dad. His dad woke up recently. Uh, Nolan is fine. Oliver is in a back to tank, just like in Star Wars. Um, he's missing his jaw. He has a robotic hand. Um, but he'll be fine. Um, tech Jacket shows up um, and reports that the Viltrumites have done nothing. Uh, ever since the battle, they've been gone. There's no sign of them. They've left the galaxy completely. There's a cool two-page headshot spread um, of Alan saying, explaining it, that it doesn't make any sense. They don't know where they've gone. Um, and then this issue ends with Mark coming to the realization that it's because the Viltrumites have gone to Earth. Because that would be a more painful death than just outright killing them. So, issue 77. One of my favorite issues in all of Invincible. This is great. The intro. This it, Because it keeps happening. We see, like, I guess it's one of those things. Like, I love really weird issues. Things that do something different. And yeah. this one shows visual, visually shows us what Mark is... Uh, what, what he, what's going through his head. Like, the, his fear. Like, it... We never see anything like that before, you know? We're getting glimpses into his fears. But we don't know that when it first starts. Oh, no, which is part of why it's so cool. Yeah. So the opening page is um, the Pentagon just destroyed, Brit dead, Donald dead, and Thrag with um, Cecil. Cecil by the neck. And Cecil is begging, saying, I can help you. I can help soften this. We can live together. Like, I can help you. Um, we can coexist. And Thrag squeezes and chops his head off saying coexist um you turn the page it's a two-page splash of all the heroes being killed eve wolfman huh? <clears throat> and again you're thinking this is real yeah like this is like this is insane i mean Last i think knew, at this at this point when you see eve get chopped in half you're like maybe it's not yeah real. kid thor has his hammers handle through his skull mm-hmm. and uh and then you just turn and it's just mark with his head up against the wall love it and no one's saying mark you need to rest it's very cinematic, right? Yeah. God, seeing this in an animated series episode. Oh yeah. You know they're gonna do that. 
Like, how cool is that? Um, Nolan's saying you need to calm down. Um, and they're trying to get as, to Earth as fast as they possibly can. Um, Alan and Talia are back, uh, back on the coalition. Um, Alan is concerned about the Viltrumites and his friends, uh, but above all else, he misses his friend Tech, Tech Jacket. Tech Jacket, yeah, as uh, he should. Who is trying to talk to Nolan and Mark on the ship about what their plan is for when they get to Earth, but they're both ignoring him. He calls and he says, you guys suck. Funny moment. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, you're worried about him. These damn human emotions. Like, Nolan, again, confronting with his the emotions of, of, um, uh, of like, what he's feeling and betraying his own uh, Viltrumite, you know, upbringing. He's talking to Mark, but then Mark's not listening. Mark's looking off out the window, and you turn the page, and you see what Mark is envisioning, and it's Thrag killing Debbie and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how he's got... How he's holding her by, like, I don't know. The hole in her... Yeah, the hole yeah. in her head, yeah, yeah. The hole in her neck. It's crazy. Um, Ryan Otley, man. I, I know. swear. No, She's got a fucked up brain, and I love it. No one is telling Tech Jacket how uh, what's going to happen when they arrive on Earth, but the alert comes on saying they're about to enter Earth's atmosphere. Mark immediately just flies out, flies out of the ship, flies to Earth, um, breaks through the clouds, flies through the city, and is looking around, and he's confused. And, he's, and Nolan catches up. He says, you don't see anyone, do you? And they're like, they don't see anyone. They're not here. They're not here. And then you turn the page, and it's Thrag saying, we very much are here. Um... Mark threatens him. Nolan Thrag says, we've done nothing to this planet. You can either listen, we can either talk, or we'll fight. It's up to you. And they're like, okay, we'll talk. Thrag says, wise choice. I've come with you with a truce. There are exactly 37 of us. Uh, that is enough to tear this planet in half, killing every creature, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Uh, he knows that this is a war they can't survive, so he's offering their surrender under one condition. You took our planet, now we're going to take yours. We're already here and we're not going to leave. Mark's saying, you're insane, there's no way. Thrag says, before you overreact, notice that you couldn't make us leave even if you wanted to. What I propose is this, we'll live among you. Uh, the people of Earth will not know we're even here. You will not know we're even here. You'll have no contact with us and our presence will not be known. We will not attack you, but we also not help you. My people will blend in, live as humans, uh, with humans and we will intermingle and interbreed uh, this is the way this is the only way to ensure the survival of our of our people we will restore our ranks over the course of thousands of years our children and our children's children um, they will swell with the infusion of human dna you will allow our time for our numbers to restore um, this is how things must be uh, and i'll have your answer now do not make me destroy what could be our only hope for survival I love this. Yeah. yeah. I love it's this. It's really smart. It's so smart. Like, it's a it's a perfect, like, like whatever Balance. you call it. Like, it's, yeah, it's like, not no. the way that you see Agreement. a normal, like, battle or fight or a conflict ending in a comic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To end especially it, like, almost a stalemate. It's a stalemate. It's a Mexican standoff. Especially yeah. a war that was so brutal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, TJ. So Mark is saying, I refuse, I can't live like that, knowing that you're there, knowing that everybody's at risk, I can't do this, I won't, no, 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 my answer is, and then you see, again, 
what's going through his, his flash, mind yeah, with the flash of no. destruction and what they do and he says my answer is yes so good love this issue all right final all issue final issue <laughs> one more beautiful cover um issue 78 thrag says you have chosen wisely uh ironically wisely. by 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 doing by making this decision you have become the saviors of our people or you very well have been um mark says my god what have i done uh thrag flies away tech jacket shows up excited that the war is over they're they're not sticking around he calls them jerks um debbie uh hangs up on paul you see her screaming at him through the phone they've broken up she wants him to come pick up her box his box of stuff she sees mark and nolan she's excited to see them um where's oliver nolan explains that he's fine um asks who paul is and um debbie says mark you should go see eve she's not doing so well um mark is holding hands with debbie mark flies away uh debbie uh and mark or debbie and nolan have a nice moment where you know he kind of calls her out asking about who this other companion is or other mate and she's like who how many bug people did you sleep with um and uh she says that it's an ex-boyfriend. Cecil barges in through his teleporter and immediately shoots Nolan, which is very reminiscent of Talia doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, There's just the smoke coming off of his face. Like, and he's just like, nice to see you again, Cecil. Uh, it's a reflex. So does this mean the war is over? Uh, Mark flies in through Eve's room. He says, I'm back. I'm here. Uh, we Finally, everything can go back to normal. Eve says, stop. Don't t- come any closer. He turned the page and she has gained weight. Uh, she says, I don't want you to look at me. And he says, I love you, Eve. I've been waiting almost a year for this. And she says, I can't believe you're here. Oh, my God. So you see Cecil approach a door in the Pentagon, opens up, says, okay, everybody pack it up. We're not going to need pretty much any of this. The war is over. And you see a splash page of all the invincible reanimen yeah. and reanimen. Yeah, yeah. With uh, D.A. Sinclair saying, bummer. Uh, Tech Jacket goes back to his dad. They're both, at the same time, excited that each other grew a beard. <laughs> they have such a great relationship. Oh, Zach's dad with a God. beard kind of looks like Robert Kirkman. Yeah, a little bit. I can see it. Um, Eve explains how she's had Bulletproof helping, and um, she got her powers back. Um, and... Uh, she said that she saved up enough money they could build a house if she wanted to. Uh, it's We find out that it's been 10 months and that Mark lost track of time. Eve reveals to him that she thought he was dead. She never thought he'd see him again. Um, great moment there. Um, Nolan and Debbie kind of make up a little bit. Um, she freaks out saying that, you know, I'll never forgive you for it. Um, you know, I don't have to understand a, a thing you say. You ruined my life, you son of a bitch. And um, she just kind of breaks down crying. It's a very emotional issue. And uh, she just wishes everything can go back to the way it was before. And Nolan says, no, things will never go back to the way before because I will never lie to you again. Oh, mm-hmm. Nolan. Um, Eve is in at William's house. Haven't seen William in forever. Uh, it's been a time. William and Rick's house, because Rick is walking out the door. William says, bye, Rick. Love you. Eve says, that explains so much about our relationship. <laughs> the look on her face, like the... The shock. The distant look, yeah. 
and he says behave um and william asks he said did you tell him and eve says william i i don't know how as she starts to cry and we don't know we don't know what it is we know so that she was pregnant the we last time we she saw her she was pregnant mm-hmm. yes going back to william though like this is the best thing about william yeah this is the coolest thing to happen with william yeah like of course yeah you know what i mean like it like she said it does make sense mm-hmm. and i i love that he chose to do this yeah that kirkman chose to to make him gay i yeah. like that i think they're gonna I, i'd like to think that with the and with Rick, I feel too. I want, that's perfect. Because obviously they're not going to do the this is so gay trope, that awful joke. Of course not. I'd like to think that he'll be gay from the beginning in the animated series. I hope he's not. I, you I, like hope he's not yeah. I hope he's not. I hope he's not either because we talked about it when we did a reread where you could see their chemistry like right off the bat. Mm. Like when he was doing the tour around the college and stuff like that. We're like... They do kind of have a little bit of a. Okay, no, I get that. Not only that, here. not only that, but I kind of want William to be like even a little bit more sleazy than he is in the comic. Like, you know what I mean? Like talking about girls, like which he does in in the beginning mm-hmm. here and there. But like, I want it to be almost over exaggerated. Yeah, but not, I mean, he not was ridiculous. Amount, he was. But, like, he was like bachelors. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I. That's what I want in the show too. In the animated. If series. he was gay from the beginning, it would make his character growth mean less i think that it means yeah. more that he because i mean it's just it's it was a natural progression it's not like oh we have to make this character gay or we need a gay character so he's gay it really felt normal the way that he and eve acted the way that him and act him, him and rick acted so i think that he should start yeah quote unquote, start quote unquote straight start straight i mean he's always well, been yeah gay, but he but, is gay yeah right um so mark flies through uh the sky says that the war is over but we didn't win uh then the final Two pages is Alan receiving a letter from Thetis. Um, of course, after learning that we, after Kirkman tells us that it's pronounced Thetis and not Thaddeus, we have to read a whole volume where I have to say Thetis 50 times. He receives a letter from Thetis saying, if you're reading this, I am dead and gives him the directions and tells him about the scourge, scourge virus and uh, where it is. Say that it's a stronger strain it's perfected. It will not fail this time. If the war effort appears lost, I urge you to use it. Ignore your attachments to our Viltrumite allies. For the good of the universe, eradicate all Viltrum life forever. Whatever you do, make certain that I did not die in vain. Love. Love, Thetis. And that does it for volume 14 of Invincible. Oh, it's a big one. Yep. TJ, I'm going to ask that you pull up an email that we have. Um, we're going to be wrapping up we don't have too much time to go over other stuff. We have to record the Oblivion Song podcast. There was... The cover to this trade is my favorite cover to all the trade paperbacks. Yeah. It's of um, Invincible flying upward, and on one half it has all the Viltrumites, mm-hmm. and on the other half it has all the heroes. And I remember years ago when this was available on Ryan Otley's personal store, mm. and it was like two grand. Oh my god! Like, but I kind of regret just like not saving up and getting really? it. Really? It's so good. That's it's so, so expensive. Good. That's yeah, it's crazy expensive. My but my uh, my commission mm-hmm. is gonna cl- cost probably that. probably about that yeah. much. But it's your own. Yeah, yeah, it's something that I commissioned myself. Um, okay, yeah, I'll bring up this email if I can locate it. I've got one that I can bring up real quick where you're finding it. I got it. This is okay. Go ahead. <laughs> all right uh james kelly uh we ended up meeting up with him like we said before at uh the dino uh the super, super dinosaur, dinosaur 
panel in New York City. He said, hey, Invincible Podcast, it's James Kelly. It was really cool meeting all of you in person this year at New York Comic Con. Shame that we didn't get any Invincible news beyond some choice scraps, which I agree with. Uh, Still, maybe next year. In the meantime, hope you guys had a good con. I'd love to chat with you, chat more with you guys. If you ever need a fan guest, especially if you're going to talk about Volume 20, please let me know. Love, James. Awesome. Thank you, James. That was a really, really great getting to meet you in person. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch. Maybe we'll have you on for uh, our, uh, when we do Volume 20 in yeah. six Which one's Volume 20? See, this is a prime example of what I'm talking about. Is because twenty reboot? We oh, I think it's reboot. At the end is the end is I think reboot maybe. I don't think it's it's reboots at because the end of it. Because there's twenty four reboots at the end of it. What do you mean? At the like end of reboot it? would be the next. Oh, because twenty five is. I think there's twenty five, so it's probably less than more than that. Look it up. Um, Anyways, what I was saying is that we wanted to sit and talk with James a little bit, but oh, I, well, yeah. didn't, didn't he have to go to like another panel? I think so. Yeah, we we're talking for a little. Yeah. Um, I've got a quick email from uh, Dante. Dante says, Hello, I just wanted to email you guys again to see if you guys have watched all of Amazon's The Boys ad- adaptation because I was curious if it gave you guys any idea about how Amazon might adapt Invincible. Do you guys know how many issues of the comic series The Boys adapts for its first season? Do they remix some elements? I thought it would be something interesting you guys could discuss on your podcast. We we didn't read enough um, I, Ryan, you read a. I didn't read any. You I read, read a couple issues. I don't know if I ever finished the whole first trade or if I did. Right. It was pretty different. It was very different from what I remember. Right. Um, but I want to say it would be the first trade. I have a feeling because I've I, I while watching the boys, I did do like research. Yeah. Like I watched it and I was like, you know, I I googled some stuff to see like what was different and like what certain scenes looked like or what happened. Like it was, it they changed what happened to certain characters like completely, and like I think that involved other like, characters and like and like I, and like and I like think and that's like a like result like. of going from comic to live action. With Invincible, we're going from comic to animated, so I feel like it should be able to co- follow a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, I think we, but I, it's going to veer off. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think it's going to veer off. You gotta be prepared for that. But I think it's all gonna be good. I I don't. I don't. That doesn't worry me knowing that. You think it's gonna veer off a lot? I do. I do. I don't know if it's gonna veer off. I I think. I think that the movie's gonna veer off a lot. lot. I think that we talked about where the animated show can can do has the ability to get has the ability to do literally almost everything that the comic. Yes, but we've also talked in the past about how these are hour long episodes. Like, I mean, how long does it take you to read one issue? No, Ten you're minutes? right. There is going to be more. There is going to be more. It's, there's going to be tons more. Yeah. Um. Did you find out what volume 20 was? Yes. It starts with the issue after Angstrom's death. So 109, but then it goes oh, all the way. 109. It goes all the way through. 111, 110. Exactly. Oh. 110, which is the controversial one. Yeah. And then you got um, Robots Takeover oh and all God. the deaths. That is a huge one. Yeah, and uh, Robot with Adam Eve and like yeah, yeah all that shit. Wow. And uh, Monster Girl, I think is is that Monster Girl? That is yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit. Yeah. And so that's that's crazy. That's probably one of my favorite trades as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, if we we don't have enough time, we're gonna be talking about uh, we saw Joker. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about that on the Oblivion Song podcast. 
Um, as far as video games, I haven't been playing too much. Been playing a little bit of Ultimate Alliance, still some No Man's Sky, um, and then comic books. White Knight is awesome. White Knight and Curse of the White Knight. Yeah, yeah. So you actually caught up. You hadn't read any of it. I hadn't read any of it. I read all of um, White Knight. White Knight, which was amazing. Uh, it's my I'm so favorite. Glad you finally it's my it, favorite man. kind of Batman, where it's just like you don't have to read anything else. You can yeah. just read this one Very thing. Um, and Curse of the White Knight, guys. Ugh. <laughs> Everyone knows probably that my favorite character is Azrael, like mm-hmm. hands down. Mm-hmm. And he is a major part of Curse of the White Knight so far. Yeah. And the way it is issue two ends. fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Might I be honest for a moment? Yes. Um, so far at this point of White Knight versus Curse of the White Knight, I am I very much enjoyed White Knight more than Curse. I think I just I'm have starting... more of an attachment to Joker than I do Azrael, but I think they're both the same quality. I and... think yeah, but there's just there's a lot going on in Curse to where it's almost getting a little convoluted right now. Like I'm ready for yeah. like things to start getting wrapped up, and then yeah. then maybe some more mysteries or whatnot. But... I also love a lot of villains and the Harley Quinn reveal. And oh, the, the, the Harley one. Quinn was one of the smartest things I've seen. I in, read, in any I read a lot of Batman. Like, I read a lot of fucking Batman. It's and so that's smart. one of the smartest things I've seen. I'm sorry, but Harley Quinn with fucking Batman slash Bruce Wayne in Curse of the White Knight, I don't want to spoil too much. But yeah. that started in White Knight. No, All of did. that started yeah, in White Yeah, I know Knight. their relationship started in White Knight and I don't yeah. mean sexual relationship or anything like yeah. that. I just mean their interaction with yeah. one another. But what happened last it's so good. was so fucking good yeah. between yeah. Batman and Harley Quinn. Um... So yeah, we're going to wrap it up. we got to record Oblivion Song Podcast right now. Um, remember, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, we uh, our, our outro song this week is done by Wyatt Lane. This one's called Thanks for Calling. And you know what? we got to give a shout-out to um, the Nerds Chatting Podcast. They do another type of show called Just Chatting, where um, it's just Nate sitting down with... Uh, uh, a guest, and they recently had Wyatt on their show. Did they so really? It's a really good oh, episode. No yeah, listen to it. Uh, they talk about. Oh, invincible. I read something about the Twitter where it was like kind of emotional, didn't? On didn't the they, Twitter, they, you read it on the Twitter. Twitter. On they the talk Twitter. about um, Final Space and Invincible yeah. and all this yeah. kind of stuff, and they talk about like uh, the kind of music he listens to and how, how cool we are. Yeah. I mean, we come up a couple times. Do we really? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I gotta and, listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and like, how he gets the inspiration for his music and how he goes about developing songs. He's a, a teacher. Like, there's some really cool stuff we learn yeah. more about Wyatt. We but... know a lot of teachers. We do. Weird. Um, so, yeah. You can find Wyatt's music over on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. We'll be back, uh, hopefully, with our regular, regularly scheduled program at the first Friday of every month next month. This um, episode and our last episode have both been a weekly. I know. I know. Last week. We got to get our shit yeah. together. We'll be yeah. back on it. We'll be back and on it. And if you want to join us in our nightmare, just go ahead and hit play on the Oblivion Song uh, podcast and listen straight we're through go that. right into that one. You could hear our tones start to slow down. Everybody, and drop. thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we're gone. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.
adult Amanda is very attractive. I think I'm gonna have very to. I think I'm gonna have attractive. to disagree with Bill. Hmm. Mm. Only slightly.